The telltale sign that you are at the wedding of a rich person is the napkins. At the not-rich person's wedding, should a waiter spill water or wine or a mixed drink of well liquor onto the napkin-covered lap of a guest, the beverage would beat up and roll off the cheap square of commercially laundered polyblend fabric down the guest's legs, eventually pulling on the hideous, overly busy patterned carpet designed and chosen specifically to mask these such stains. At the rich person's wedding, however, the napkins are made of a European linen fine enough for a Tom Wolf suit, hand-pressed into smooth order and trimmed with a gracious hemstitch border. Should the waiter spill any of the luxury bottled water, vintage wine, or custom-crafted cocktails designed by a mixologist for the occasion, the napkin would, dutifully, absorb any moisture before the incident could irritate a couture-clad guest. Of course. At the rich person's wedding, the waitstaff don't spill things. They have been separated and elevated from their more slovenly, less coordinated brethren in a natural selection process of the service industry that judges on appearance, gait, and inherent knowledge of which side to serve from and which to clear. The rich person's wedding also never features hideous carpet. Not because the venue or locale might not have had one, but because they had the money to cover it over. And not necessarily just with another nicer, more tasteful carpet, but with hardwood flooring, black and white Havana-inspired tiles, or even actual natural grass. These, though, were the more obvious markers of wealth at a milestone life celebration for the rich person. And while Olga Isabel Acevedo's job required her to worry about all of these elements and more, the present moment found her primarily concerned with the napkins. Mainly, how she could steal them when the party was over. Carlos, she called out to the authoritative-looking waiter who was leading the caterer's setup team. Carlos, let's talk about the napkins. He eagerly made his way over, followed by three of his other black-clad compatriots. The rich person's wedding not only had better napkins, it had elaborate plans for them as well. They were manipulated into intricately folded shapes and wrapped around lavishly printed menus or adorned with anything ranging from single-stemmed flowers to braided ribbon to, on one occasion, of which Olga was particularly proud, a leather band burnished by a miniature branding iron. The groom, a fourth-generation cattle rancher. Olga demonstrated a complex pleating pattern which was then placed on a diagonal across the display plate with the place card then set atop that. Now, Carlos, it's critical, critical, that the napkins be placed at exactly 30 degree angles from what would be 12 o'clock on the plate. And even more critical, that the place card be set parallel and not perpendicular to that angle. The mother of the bride said she might do some spot checking with her protractor, and after a year of working with this woman, I'd say odds are high that she actually does it. Carlos nodded with understanding, almost as if he knew that the mother of the bride had an advanced degree in geometry that had been gathering dust for the past 30 years while she reared her brood and supported the career of her automobile CEO husband, and that she had chosen to channel her intellectual frustrations into the anal retentive micromanagement of her eldest daughter's wedding. Of course, Carlos knew none of this, but having been in the business for decades, he didn't need the specifics to understand the importance of executing the task at hand with precision. The wedding of a rich person also had, at least for the workers involved, the looming possibility of litigation hovering in the near future. Not rich people's events had forgettable glitches. Gaffs to the ultra-wealthy were unforgivable grievances that only the courts could remedy. A recent tale of a florist in fiscal ruin because she substituted an Ecuadorian rose for an English one after her shipment was stuck in customs had struck a nerve.
Everyone, from the delivery guy to the wedding officiant, was on their toes. Now listen, Olga continued. These were custom-made just for the wedding, and the bride wants to have them for her house. What's she gonna do with 300 napkins? One of the waiters interjected. He was clearly new. 600, actually, Olga offered. Always good to have extras, right? The staff laughed. She claims they'll be heirlooms. Point is, we need to be sure that we keep these separate from the rented linens at the end of the night. Got it? The waiters collectively nodded, and, like a colony of ants given orders from their queen, ran off to execute the said napkin plan. Olga did some mental math. It would take six pairs of hands another four hours to create an optic that the guests would undo in seconds with the flick of a wrist. 290 guests, to be exact. 